and welcome to Unpacked XY2Z. I'm your host, Asha Moses, and I'm here with our great panel of lovely, lovely individuals. I want to introduce everyone, what you're passionate about, um, how you, you know, how we know each other, um, and just a little bit about yourselves. Yeah, um, cool. I can go first. So hi, everyone. I'm Janelle Gray. I am a senior right now at American University, graduating soon. Thank the Lord. Um, I guess just in terms of like how I'm connected to New Song, um, my parents are the lead pastors, Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Audria. And I got to know both Asha and Christiana um, through our church. And I guess I'm just really passionate about like getting young people to know Jesus and also just learning how to be a good black Christian. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Christiane Ampofo. I'm a 1L law student at Southern University Law Center. Um, and I came to the church because of Janelle. She actually introduced me to the church and I know Asha and Janelle from the church and just from going. Um, I'm passionate about developing a better relationship with Christ and, you know, getting, getting to know the Bible more and implementing it in my life. Beautiful ladies, beautiful. Uh, so we're going to get into a little bit of a, a, a mood breaker and icebreaker for this first segment. And that is our highs of the week. We're going to name two high points you've had this week and something to pray over. Um, I'll go, I'll just go first quick, briefly and I'll let you ladies, um, chime in two highs for the week. Um, finally got my car fixed and, and getting it back tomorrow. And I am in a very good place in my relationship. That is two highs for the week and pray for me for just finding another job. So those are my two highs for the week. Ladies, what are your two highs for the week? And what is something that you want to be prayed over? I'll start. So my two highs are I recently became a vegetarian and that's been going like really well. And that, ooh, came, ooh. Thank you, thank you. that came off of my other high, which was I finished the Daniel fast for the first time. And it was my first time like fasting food and things like that. So I survived it. And then I guess something to pray over is just my like stress and worry for the future. I've been trying to like not be so concerned with that, but then I find myself like going on worry spirals. So definitely been trying to pray about that. Yes, I'm vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> um, too high. So the first high I was just telling Janelle about this. One of my classes today actually got canceled. So I, that's definitely a high of the week. And then another high is that I've just been communicating with my family a lot more, a lot more frequently. So that's definitely something that, you know, I feel like this week has been really good. Something to pray over me for. I have a driving lesson on Friday. I do not know how to drive. So please pray over both me 
and the instructor that will be in the car. <laughs> Lovely. And yes, I remember those car guys like, I'm just going to pray for you and everyone else on the road. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful ladies. We also, we love a canceled class. Yes. We love a little extra time. All righty. So our segment two, um, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. This, this podcast this week, we're talking about um, forgiveness, unpacking forgiveness and mercy. And we're going to, you know, just keep an open mind. We're going to talk about um, experience shared in terms of like forgiveness and mercy. Um, advice is also welcome. So how do you all feel about, let's start with like forgiveness in terms of forgiving other people. Let's talk about forgiveness in forgiving situations that we had no control over. And then let's talk about forgiveness within ourselves, like forgiving ourselves. So um, Christina, we'll start with you. When we talk about Christianity and forgiveness, without me saying too much, just I know sometimes we say, oh, you have to just forgive people, right? You just have to forgive people and love on people. But sometimes I feel like we don't appreciate or we don't take time to really get into the process of how we forgive people and what that process looks like. What are, what are some things that you think of as a Christian woman, as a Black Christian woman, that you think of in terms of forgiveness for other people? I definitely think it's something that I have struggled with and still struggle with. Um, I know that as Christians, you know, we're supposed to forgive, we're supposed to, you know, not succumb to all this petty stuff and try and fight fire with fire. But I definitely think forgiveness is a process. And a lot of people oftentimes expect like, if something in happens to you in that moment, you just need to forgive it, to let it go. Don't even worry about it, you know, let God handle it, which I agree with. I think, you know, my level of petty and whatever God has in store for that person is not comparable <laughs> at all. Um, so we should just let God handle it. But I think people are allowed to and should feel like they can feel that emotion. If somebody hurt you, you're allowed to feel hurt. You're allowed to feel, um, you know, angry or sad about it. But at the end of the day, after those feelings are gone, forgiveness, um, I think Pastor Jonathan said something like, it's, it's, a, it's about you. It's letting it go so that you don't have to think about it. Forgiveness is not about the other person. It's letting go of the situation so that you don't have to think about it. And so that situation doesn't like weigh you down and affect the things you do in the future. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and we think about like in terms of like the process and things like that, I think it is very, um, it's very human to still feel hurt. Like hurt is not like healing is not linear. Forgiveness is not linear. And that's why we serve an amazing God. Janelle, do you want to talk about like your like process of forgiveness, maybe some hardships that you have, piggyback on some things that like Christina has said? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with Christiana when she was talking about how like forgiveness is a process. And I feel like a big part of that is that it is like a huge learning process. And I think that like, it's been kind of interesting, like being, I guess, like a a real, like a young person and like learning how to forgive because I think I expect myself to be 
where other people are at who are older than me and their like stages of forgiveness. And I feel like a lot of times when I'm taught forgiveness, it's from people who are older than me. And I always forget that they've had experiences um, and like have made mistakes in their own like journeys too. And so I think when I think about forgiveness um, and like the process of it, I feel like it looks differently um, depending on who hurt you, what the situation was and all of that. But I do definitely think like, it is a learning process for yourself. Like you're learning, how do you think about people? How are you seeing, um, like what type of grace are you able to show people and yourself in those process? And I think that's a key point too. It's like, when you're forgiving people, it's not just about them. Kind of like Christiana said, it's also about yourself and it's about showing yourself as much grace as you're trying to show other people. And so I feel like, I don't know, I've recently dealt with a family member where I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm like, how do I forgive this person for the way they've hurt me? And it's been across a number of years where I've like, I felt like, oh, I've forgiven them. And then I go back and I'm like, well, actually I'm still angry about this. Like, actually I'm still mad about this. And I've been trying to kind of learn for myself, like, am I not forgiving them the way that Jesus is asking us to? But really I think it's like, you are forgiving them, but little by little. And I feel like at one point I'll make it to that holistic like forgiveness. Um, but I definitely think seeing it as a learning process and something that can happen over a long period of time, not to say you should drag it, you know, if you can forgive, forgive, but sometimes it does take a little bit longer. And I know the Bible says to, you know, forgive as God has forgiven us. But even in the forgiveness God has given us, we still are supposed to learn lessons within that forgiveness. And God says, yes, I forgive you, but what have you learned with that? God will forgive you over and over and over and over again. Just like we should, but at the same time, people have to learn lessons if they've hurt you unintentionally or intentionally. You know, there's always lessons to be learned. So when we talk about also forgiveness, I want to talk about like, but this year, um, it's been with like the pandemic, with social justice and social uprisings. Early in the summer, people were throwing a whole coup. And you think about how you know polarized the country is right now and how there are people who don't see us as full people who don't believe in our right to vote, who don't believe in our right to just basically live like they live. How, and I know this is something that I struggle with, for things that you cannot control, like racism, sexism, bigotry, how do you all feel about forgiveness within those spaces? Because I know that's a very hard one for me. So I want to hear how you all feel about forgiveness in those spaces. We'll start with Janelle and then go on to Christiana. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought this up because I feel like it's something that's also been coming up a lot with me. And I've been thinking about this a lot because I feel like the people who hurt me the most recently and not even like people who don't even know me and I don't really know them like that, but just like different Christian leaders or people who I've seen like on Facebook who I'm somehow connected to, like who have called themselves Christians and like been like, you know, would say that they're Christians and that they love Jesus and all this stuff and are even using that as like kind of to legitimize or on oh, the word, but to say like that it's okay. Mm -hmm for their opinions, for them to have their opinions as they are. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of things on Facebook like saying like, well, you know, black people were rioting and that's not what Jesus wants. But then when the mob happened, the terrorist attack on the Capitol happened, yeah. it was 
like oh well you know it's okay like people have to express like what they need to express and also like Trump is and you know all this stuff and I just feel like how can like people call themselves Christians who are intentionally putting out hate towards me and also putting my my life in danger because like by also like propagating that hate putting that hate out like they're also hurting me because now it's making me more, have to think twice about who I'm interacting with where I'm going and different things like that um and I feel like there's an added layer of that with COVID too and so I've been trying to figure out like how do I like kind of think about people like that how do I treat them when I come across them and I think I've been like kind of privilege to kind of be able to stay in my own little bubble and not have to directly interact with people. Um, but I felt more challenged to kind of be more intentional, intentional, be more intentional, tension, tension. I don't know the words, but intentionable. Oh, thank God. Maybe <laughs> of uh, just like how I um, like what what type of posts I put out and how I show grace towards people, even in my thoughts, because I think that Jesus does pay attention to that. And so even though I'm not like talking to people directly I am thinking like sometimes I feel like I'm just gonna cut you out my head because like you can get my nerves but like it's like no like you have to be able to show grace in that way and so I don't really have an answer for like how you would show forgiveness towards people or show grace towards people like that but I definitely think that's something I've been thinking about a lot because I feel like as a black woman it's already hard enough and I feel like this time period has brought out a lot of things in people that I didn't expect and it's been really hurtful. And so I think that's just something that like, I wish there would be more teaching about that. And I think that's something that the church is gonna have to kind of reckon with, with and deal with um, in the future, so yeah. Yeah, and that is, you know, we're all black women here. So that's something that, you know, and we're always, I think, the first to forgive, the first to nurture, the first to show like extend grace and send the olive branch. And sometimes it does get tiring because you're like, I'm extending this olive branch. I'm extending this grace and this love because that's what Jesus has told us to do. That's what God has told us to do, but I'm not getting the same in return. And so sometimes it's hard to even show that grace, show that forgiveness when you're constantly getting that same hurt. It's hard to forgive when the thing is already happening, you know? Christiana, I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep on Christiana, but Christiana, do you have any thoughts on that? No, yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you both said. And I just feel like after everything that happened, the coup and everything like that, a lot of people kept saying, pray for your enemies and pray for your enemies. Like, that's all I kept seeing. And I know that we are supposed to pray for our enemies, but that has also been something that's hard for me, specifically enemies that don't even know me <laughs> or that don't even know that I'm in direct opposition with what they believe in, what their ideas of what, you know, a human being is, you know, people, enemies questioning my existence on this earth. It's hard for me to like, you know, pray for them when I could be praying for all the other people in the world. Um, but that, I think that goes back to what we were talking about, forgiveness being a process because I think people were just trying to force us to forgive them for storming the Capitol, just forgive them, just pray for them. But I feel like people forget when you force forgiveness onto somebody, it really does turn into resentment. Like it does, it's not genuine. It's not like, you know, even if I do, let's say pray for them right now, I know it won't be coming from a good place and I know it won't be genuine and God knows my heart too. So I don't think, um, 
the whole idea of praying for them, praying for them, praying for them should be forced on people. But I do think people should have the time to process what happened first and then dissect it, see how they feel about it. Just let their emotions, you know, play out before they get into a place where they can pray for somebody in a genuine space. Because like I said, like if they just automatically did it that day, I don't think it would be coming from a genuine place if they didn't first go through that process of dealing with how they felt emotionally and on the like human side before going on the spiritual journey with it. Yeah, and that is, um, if you all have anything else, Janelle, did you have anything else to say on that? I thought maybe I... No, you're um, That brings us to our, our last piece about forgiveness of ourselves. There are times that, um, and I think we've all experienced this in one way or another, even if we have not talked to people about it or reveal this about ourselves, but some, there are some things that we have dealt with within ourselves that we have to forgive ourselves for whether it is something that we went through where we didn't like the way we, we handled things, um, an action or a situation or something that like we feel ashamed about in terms of like forgiving ourselves. So Christiana, if you want to start about like forgiveness for yourself when it comes to God, like, I don't know how I got into the situation. I don't know how I'm going to get out. I know I wasn't supposed to do this, this, and this, like, God, I'm so sorry, and, or just, like, me, I'm so sorry, like, I feel like I've let myself down, like, um, when we talk about forgiveness of ourselves, like, how do you, how do you process that, or how, what are some of your coping mechanisms, like, how do you go to God about that? Um, I've spent a long time talking to Janelle about forgiving myself. (laughs) Um, It's very hard, honestly. And sometimes I think it's harder to forgive yourself than other people. Um, Because at the end of the day, you can avoid other people, but you got to see yourself every night, every morning (laughs) and, you know, look yourself in the face and say, okay, I have to forgive myself. Um, But I think sometimes it's hard knowing like, okay, does God forgive me? Like, how many times do I need to say I'm sorry? And like, what does that process look like of forgiving myself? You know, that process might look different for me than it looks to Asha or Janelle. But just knowing in the back of your head that God has already forgiven you before you even did whatever you've done and make sure you like not make that mistake again. Um, And I feel like I dealt with that a lot. My last semester of law school, I procrastinated a lot. Um, And I I was like, Lord, please forgive me. I know I prayed to get into law school and now I'm here, you know, wasting the opportunity, procrastinating and stuff like that. And I think it just boils down to the fact that God wants you to learn from everything. Like any mistake that you think you made, just pray on it, repent for it and let him handle the rest because not forgiving yourself leads to you doubting yourself and you know your next season and doubting other people around you and not feeling like you are prepared for any other situation but you should learn from that situation forgive yourself and move on cuz god is already working on the next thing and you still think about what happened years ago and you know and so just to um talk about like for like like he's like forgiveness and like you know, everyone's process looks different. Like how I talk to God is not the same how Christian talks to God or how Janelle talks to God um, how, or how we talk to each other. My, the way I talk to myself may not be the way that Janelle uh, talks to her, herself or should be the way that Janelle talks to herself. Because sometimes I'll be down on myself. 
Um, and so I think sometimes even with uh, forgiveness, sometimes there's also shame and God does not want us to be ashamed. Um, he does not want us to be, uh, to be downtrodden, to call ourselves anything but a child of God, to call us anything but his. Um, and so, you know, I, I want you to speak on like in terms of like forgiveness to where God calls us, even in the midst of our trials, how you feel like God calls us to be um, a testimony for someone else. Because there always it will be somebody else who went through your situation and that's how you can be a testimony. So talk, you know, you like speak on being a testimony in terms of forgiveness for yourself so that you can therefore be a testimony to somebody else. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so funny because Christy's always like, oh, like Janelle, like taught me so much about forgiveness or whatever. We talk about it all the time. And I feel like a lot of times when she comes to me, I'm like, no, like I need to check myself. Like I'm struggling with this like same thing and whatever. Um, but I just think like, I guess to your question, I feel like I put myself on a point system a lot of the times with God. So mm. like, I feel like when I do something wrong, I'm like, well, he's gonna like think, do this to, to me or like think this way about me. Like I expect like punishment or condemnation. And I am like slowly like coming out of that mindset um, to really just being able to realize that God just cares for me and loves me no matter what. And like that like unconditional love is something I've been trying to like understand more. And I feel like in the process of that, I have been trying to just be more open in conversations I have with people I'm in relationship with, be that like friends or acquaintances or family or whoever else, just to like be honest about like what I'm dealing with and what I'm struggling with and like the way I think about things. Um, and so I feel like a lot of times, especially like being a pastor's kid, like I feel like I have to be 100% all the time or I have to be what people expect me to be. And I think that my testimony and living my life out, especially when it comes to forgiveness has just been being honest when like I'm struggling with a friend or like if I'm dealing with something like just like talking it out and like even just like asking people to pray for me and stuff like that. I feel like those sorts of things show people like I'm also struggling, but also like I'm trying to honor God in my actions. And I think that kind of acts as testimony, but I just think like, honestly, it's just like a lot of times Christians will try and cover up what they're really dealing with. And I just think if people were more like open and honest about it, especially when it comes to forgiveness, because it's such a struggle, like it, there would be better a better connection and people would be able to grow um, more fat, like faster together um, with that. And so that's what I've been like trying to do more, but it's definitely hard because I like to keep my life private, you know, no, no paparazzi, but I'm trying to do better. <laughs> No pictures, no pictures, please. <laughs> but that actually brings us, it's funny that you mentioned like paparazzi and about um, like how Christians, how we see each other and how we see ourselves. Because the next segment we're talking about is a Bible story that we felt like was kind of out of pocket. And so I want to talk about when God saved the woman from being stoned for adultery. And about how she had to forgive herself and how God was like, get up, get up, sis, you're good. And how, you know, that, that famous, you know, those who have not sinned, throw the first stone, you know, and how that talks about one forgiveness for other people, but also forgiveness within ourselves, really, because it's like, if you have not sinned, sure, throw a stone. Oh, wait, nobody can throw a stone because everybody here has sinned. And when we think about forgiveness, it's, 
it, I would say it has levels to it in terms of like I want to get you guys opinion on that story but like it has levels to it definitely about like you know forgiveness for each other or for different people I mean because they're they were about to stone this woman for mind you not the man but they were going to stone this woman for something that didn't even affect them didn't have any direct effect to them that was not their wife or their husband they just you know that culturally adultery was wrong as it is now but it was you know a much serious matter in back then and even in some cultures now but we talk about forgiveness I think sometimes church folks not like not new song obviously but church people sometimes can throw spiritual stones at, at, at church members mental stones at other church members or at family members and sometimes can throw physical stones in terms of their their words to people or kicking people out of the church for things that had nothing literally nothing to do with them I'm a firm believer in you know there are certain things that I can forgive a lot of things I can overlook a lot of things um in terms of people's personal journeys like I've been through a lot. I know that there are people who have been through a lot and may not be like, I tell people this all the time. I'm not the poster child for Christianity at all, but I know the God that I serve. So talking about like the, the woman um, and God saying, you know, those who have not sinned cast the first stone. How do you all feel about that in terms of now, in terms of like the church and forgiveness for other people? who may not have, you know, who may have even publicly done something wrong um, or may not be, like I said, like the poster child for Christianity, but, you know, they're trying or they stumble and they try again and they stumble and they try again. Like, how do you all feel about that story? I feel like those people need to speak up more, like seriously, because I feel like when I do something wrong, I get so hard on my, like, just you know, completely hard on yourself, done that, you shouldn't have done that, you're not being a good Christian, but it's like, those people that do mess up and fall down and are still, you know, saved by Christ, they are the examples that need to be shown to people, because I think something that deters a lot of people is saying that Christians have to be perfect, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, and you can't fall ever, or you're not being a Christian. I just think people like are quick to judge and they're scared to like come to the church because they're like, oh, this girl knew me from two years ago when I was, you know, doing all this crazy stuff and they're not going to accept me now. But it's like, no, like there was like a Bible verse, I think that said the church is supposed to be like a hospital for the broken. Like it's not like a museum of perfect people. So when people are judging, and I have to check myself on that sometimes too, like, oh no, this person up here lying to me, like, girl, you, what have you done? Like, has God not forgiven you for so many things and you're sitting up here trying to judge somebody else? Like, I think that, that just makes it harder for people to come to Christ and it makes it harder for them to forgive themselves. Because if you keep judging someone based on something that they may not have had control over or something that they're actively trying to change about themselves, you're making it that much harder for them to come to terms with it themselves. So Janelle, how do you feel, like I said, about Christians in terms of forgiveness within the church um, and healing within the church? Yeah, I feel like there's so many layers to it, especially like talking about the Bible story that you brought up. Like, I feel like 
I don't know. I, I'm recently, I've been reading this um, book by Lecrae. It's like his um, latest book. I think it's called I Am Restored. And he talks a lot about how Christians conceptualize brokenness. And I feel like that's a big part of like what you're asking is like, everyone is broken, like bottom line. And I think that because we're broken, like we all have baggage, like we all have wounds, we all have things that we struggle with. And so I feel like it's the biggest like deception in line in the church. And also it's very toxic for us to feel like we all have to kind of reach the standard of perfection and that if we fall below, like then somehow we're not like being who Jesus wants us to be. And I think that like personally for me led to like what I was mentioning before, like me putting myself on a point system, because I feel like as a woman, there's a different standard I'm held to. And then, you know, just as like talking about like being a pastor's child, like there was a standard that I was held to um, that like, you know, I couldn't mess up, like no one in my family could mess up. And when like, there was even like the little, like the smallest mistake made by anyone in my family, there was a lot of judgment and all of this stuff. And it's really like, I would always ask myself the question of why is that? Like, why does it matter? I see people be like crazy all the time, making mistakes all the time. Like, I don't really get it. And I think it's like really just we, I think as a church, like need to reconceptualize how we think about brokenness and how we think about like how that has to do with forgiveness because a lot of it is like creating like this toxic culture within the church where it's like, we can't even be open with each other because we're so worried about being judged by other people and we don't easily forgive ourselves. So we are worried about people not easily forgiving us. And I feel like when you come to the church, it should be the safest place for you to be. Like you should be able to immediately know like no matter what mistake I made, I'll be forgiven. And also like be okay with being like confronted in a way that's like caring like we should be able to check each other too in a way that's like loving and caring because we know like we always forgive each other we're always going to accept each other for whatever and so I think that like kind of is what Jesus was getting at when he's like who's sin like you need to also throw a stone like it's like no it's like we've all messed up like we all constantly mess up and it's like you know it's okay to accept that in the church and it's okay to like kind of deal with that um but i definitely feel like not forgiving each other and not being open has created like this toxic culture I, hopefully we can like move past yeah i love everything everything that you guys said in terms of forgiveness of you know you know in the church and how the church really should be a family and not even and not like a judgmental family but really be like it should be god's family in terms of, you know, being able to say, this is your home, you can be yourself here, mistakes and all, because you're learning, you're going, we're going to hold you accountable for your actions, but we love you through it all, because that's really what, like, who God is, and what God is about, so that is going to wrap up our podcast for today, thank you, Christiana, thank you, Janelle, for being here, we're going to wrap up today with a quick prayer and thank you all for listening we want to just thank everyone out there if you are listening for the first time we do have another episode as well for you all to listen to continue to listen continue to give your advice and your feedback um thank you so much to new song dc in washington dc our new song community church thank you so much for team challenge our other sponsor um you can follow new song dc on facebook and on instagram at new new underscore song underscore dc i'm going to close with a prayer and then we're going to get out of here
Lord God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this beautiful panel and these beautiful ladies. Thank you for this opportunity for us to talk about forgiveness that you have given to us, one of your greatest gifts um, of forgiveness, God, including your love, including your compassion, Lord. We know all of that is wrapped up in your forgiveness for us. Thank you for showing us forgiveness so that we can show forgiveness unto others, Lord. May we go out into this world with an open heart and open mind and open spirit, ready and willing to serve you, Lord, and to show people who you are, God. We hope that this podcast has blessed someone, Lord Jesus, has shown someone, Lord, that even in 2021, even with all the chaos, that forgiveness and love is still possible, Lord, that it's not easy, but it is possible, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you um, for a great rest of the year and a great rest of our lives in you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus, I pray. Amen. So thank you all so much for being here. Again, you can follow New Song on Facebook at New Song DC and on Instagram, new underscore song underscore DC. And thank you to our sponsors, New Song Community Church and Teen Challenge for giving us this opportunity. All right, we'll see you next time.